Hi, I'm Stargate Pioneer. And I'm Stephen Jondrew, and we're from Better Podcasting, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to episode 400, no, 512 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, December 18th, 2022. I apologize. I was a little confused there. I was like, why is this so loud in my ears? I'm Chris, by the way. And I forgot. Oh, yeah. The last podcast I did, I wasn't using my head, my can headphones. I was using my in-ear monitor, so I have to crank the volume. So I was sitting there going, I'm blowing my eardrums out, but all my levels look right on the board. So, yeah, audio production miscue. Sorry about that. Didn't impact you guys, but it made me look like a fool, I imagine. But like I said, I'm Chris. Joining me today, I've only got one of my usual co-hosts. Bachman is busy, and we'll be talking more about that here in a bit. But I do have a Mr. Willie Nelson. Loud noises go They do. They they do. Why why is this a question? At what? Uh, every, every You've said loud noises. Loud noises go <laughs> Fair enough. So we did mention that Bachman wasn't going to be here this week. Um scheduling miscue on my part i forgot his work schedule shifted this week i thought it was next week so he works on sundays right now so the uh, tldr of it is we're probably going to be shifting the recording date in the short term we'll let you guys know when we're going to be shifting our recording dates too but at the very least we were probably done until 2023 at this point because this upcoming sunday well we might be able to do something last week in december i'm not sure we'll figure it out but this upcoming sunday even if we recorded was christmas sunday i'm going to be out of town so we probably weren't gonna be able to record that day and the sunday after that was new year's and well i don't do anything for new year's anymore so i wouldn't be hung over anything so in theory we could stream that day too but we will be looking into shifting our recording dates in the short term i don't know when or what days those are because i don't remember what days bachman said was his day off i want to say wednesdays and thursdays but i'm not a hundred percent sure so we'll let you guys know going forward when that may be, and we'll then stream then. It'll be exciting stuff. Maybe we'll even do a restream of it on Sunday mornings for those folks that aren't able to tune that, tune into that live stream. We'll redo it on Sundays. Who knows? The world's our oyster. I hate oysters. I do too, actually. I, well, actually, I've never eaten an oyster. It just looks like you're eating snot, and I'm good on that. It's a texture thing, good. man. It's really weird. I you like can it. have all the snot you want. Leave me out of it. Please. I mean, you got tissue. I'll give you some snot right now. No, you don't. All right, no, no. Let's continue this joke, Chris. Let me go grab. Let me grab a piece of tissue right here. Let me just grab some tissue. Well, I'm going to FedEx it to you. You got to FedEx it to me first. So I got. You said grab a tissue. Yeah. Oh, where's the, snot at? Where's your and snot? And then at? follow it. up. I didn't give you all of the directions. That was just step one. Step one: grab a tissue. Step two: mail it to me via FedEx. Step three, I'll blow my nose and said tissue. And step four, I'll mail it back to you via FedEx. I only use DHL, so this plan's fucked. Well, then use beginning. DHL, and I'll use no, UPS No, you said FedEx is done. It's done. I can alter the... Pray I don't, I alter, don't it alter it further. Yeah, yes. I see where this is going. Good job. Good job. Was that a line from Star Wars? Yes. Okay. It's Darth Vader to Lando. I have altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it further. 
when um he's in, said, you could say it either way i think but i, I believe no, vader says further i don't remember what i said so it doesn't matter i mean we could play back the tape but i don't think i care that much either no yeah no one does I, I should pay more attention to the chat when we were talking about oysters and Vigos. They look like they feel in your mouth. That, that's an accurate description. They look gross, which means they'd feel gross in my mouth. I don't want to eat anything where it feels like it's sliding down my esophagus. I mean, supposedly they're an aphrodisiac. You know what though. I mean. You know exactly what I mean. Yeah, I was gonna blow. I was gonna blow through that. And I was just gonna say supposedly they're an aphrodisiac. That was the, that was the royal you, not you. Mm. So they can they can lend themselves to an evening of romance. Supposedly, I I. I I'm doing none of those jokes. It's it's too much for this podcast. <laughs> Sunday's a holy day. We should be nice, right? <laughs> you go, God. You, ah, you make it so hard not to do jokes. This is a first. Willie not taking uh, a joke shot. I'm very concerned. Did you hit uh, your head? I think so. Might have. I should. Probably should hit my head. No, don't hit your head. I mean, not with my this i mean i should probably get my head knocked in like like oh didn't have it come all back probably i might be actual you know smart person then i mean you could just take notes of things that sounds like work man don't tell me to work i i i won't i'm sorry what was i thinking i should never have done such a thing here, you want me to take notes? I've already taken some notes. Let me click on some of my notes I've taken here. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's this one? Uh... Oh, why did I write that? Uh, here you go. Wreckfest Circuit. That's uh, when I uh, wrote notes on uh, for a whole st- uh, couple of different circuits for the game Wreckfest. It's pretty good. It was pretty fun. Um, we also have some good lines here. Uh... I wrote down some good lines on what I thought at the time. Uh, foresight is not my forte. That was pretty good. I got a. I put my best half-ass forward. That, that works. Probably not. Yeah, I like so. it. I like it. I'll prove it. Ne- and of course, my favorite one: Neo was a better Jesus than Jesus. I, I just enjoy that because it'll make people angry. You might be in a pickle if a pickle is stuck in you. We should have stopped at uh. Mm-hmm. Are you Pickle Willie? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Willie, they finished Rick and Morty this season, so it should be hitting streaming soon. I quite enjoyed this season. Sure. I forgot all about it because they don't want me to know anything about it. Well, I mean, it's also an HBO Max product. and I mean, have you seen some of the stuff they're doing there? They're pulling a whole bunch of content from HBO Max now because they don't want to pay residuals. So like Westworld, that was one of their big things three years ago, pulling the entire thing from HBO Max. You know what you know what happens when you when you build a service that's predicated on the idea of you'll always be able to watch any of this content that we make and then you start pulling it. You know what happens yep. then? What happens then, Willie? We pitchfork, we riot. I was just gonna go yo ho yo ho, a pirate's life for me, but oh yeah, that too. And I'm usually against piracy. I mean, Fuck piracy. but but here's the, here's the this. thing, and I think I've floated this line on here before, and I know I didn't come up with it. I think I stole it from Cord Killer, so credit Tom Merritt and Brian Brushwood. When it comes to content like this, convenience trumps fidelity for a lot of folks. So that's why a lot of people would watch it streaming versus buying a disc, because they just had to hit a button on their desktop and it was there. If you make it so it's easy for people to consume the content, they're not going to go and steal it. If you take it away and make it so the only way to get it is to buy, I think they put Westworld Season 1 out on Blu-ray. I don't even know about the rest of them. People aren't going to be like, well, I'll just go buy the Blu-rays and not know what happens for the next three seasons. People are going to go and pirate it now. 
No, I think season four. I, j- I was just at Best Buy the other day. Okay. And I think uh, Westworld was there. I was like, huh. I watched season one of that show, but uh, I didn't really care for it after that. So it, season one was good. What I thought was cool for season one, and I have a copy of season one on my shelf. It was the first time I had seen a television show they put out in 4K Blu-rays. And I was like, oh, this is cool. So I have the 4K Blu-ray of Westworld season one. I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. And here's what I'll admit that was shameful. I was like, maybe I should start to watch that over the break. And I was like, I don't want to have to go put discs in my Xbox. I'll probably just watch it on HBO Max, which was not in 4K, I don't think. Well, I mean. Moot point now, I can't streaming uh, i'm not sure if you really hit 4k with comp- how compression works and all that i mean you do but it's pretty heavily compressed in some cases and it depends on the service there were some folks that have actually done some really interesting research on which streaming service provides the best 4k image so you know how for instance there's the whole movies anywhere thing you can redeem buy a movie on voodoo be able to watch it on apple itunes or microsoft service or things like that a lot of people went and looked to see which one gives you the best picture when you go and view things. And I thought it'd be Voodoo because I've never really had issues with Voodoo. And surprisingly, the research I read said Movies Anywhere did the best oh, video quality for streamed content. And then followed up by Apple, which didn't surprise me. And kudos to Apple is they did a lot of free upgrades to 4K when things came out. So if you'd bought a bunch of just Blu-ray versions or HD copies of a movie and things like that, they were doing free upgrades to 4K when they got them, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm. So, like, say you'd bought Back to the Future in the App Store or the iTunes Store or whatever. When the 4K version came out, in a lot of cases, they were just upgrading it to free for free for people. I thought that was neat. Willie's cat has visited. A little bit. <laughs> just the tip of the tail. I need to clarify because that could have gotten dirty and I didn't want it to be. Yeah, she just wanted to cross over my lap. It's a cat thing. Come on, get comfortable, lay down. I know you are. Uh, yeah, Westworld, HBO. Yeah, I'm. What? Why? It's residuals for what? Well, I guess the cast was pretty highly paid. Yeah. So if you go and look at a lot of stuff they're pulling off of HBO Max now, it all comes down to not wanting to pay streaming residuals to the actors involved in it because this isn't the first show, but this is one of the highest profile ones. Because seriously, go back three years ago, Westworld was like the show to watch on HBO. It wasn't, it was like the number one show they had going at that point in time. It had a ton of buzz and things like that. I think it was after season two that a lot of people started going, the fuck did I just watch? And stopped watching it. It became oh. less of a critical darling. But like season one and season two, there was a lot of buzz behind it. And season, I think this was four, the most recent one, I guess was just trash from what people were saying. I haven't watched it, but they pulled it. I mean, granted, we could talk, well, actually, we will pivot and talk some more about Warner Discovery, as part of the, you know, the Warner Discovery Bash Fest. No, I want you to tease me some more. Okay, well, we'll tease you. I'm kidding. Let's continue. I was, we're going to tease you by introducing the news of the week. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Welcome to the news of the week. It's that part of the show where we run down was in our minds. Normally, some of the most interesting, geeky, and nerdy news that's gone on. There's been some news, but not a ton, so we're going to talk a little bit about something that came out of Warner Discovery, and then we're just going to kind of 
go through a list of some upcoming video games and talk about which ones we're excited on. We're getting towards the end of the year, so there's not a ton of like groundbreaking geek news other than what we're about to mention to you, which continues on our Warner Brothers Discovery Bash Fest. As we had talked last week about some of the changes going on at Warner Discovery, the fact that Patty Jenkins was out directing the third Wonder Woman movie, potentially Gal Gadot was, that James Gunn and Peter Safran were coming up with their plan for what the DC universe was going to be going forward. And we're supposedly briefing David Zaslov, the CEO of Warner Discovery last week. Well, part of what came out of that, and this surprised a lot of folks, is that right after they brought him back, he's gone again. Henry Cavill is out as Clark Kent slash Kal-El of Krypton slash Superman. James Gunn had mentioned they had a meeting with him, described what was going on with that, and that they were going to be moving forward with a Superman movie that he's actually writing right now that is a younger Superman, but not an origin story of Superman. So Cavill wasn't really a good fit for it. They said they were excited to potentially have him involved in some other stuff in the DC universe, but Henry Cavill officially out. He did have a very pretty gracious Instagram post he put out saying that he was no longer going to be Clark Kent, no longer going to be Superman. There was no hard feelings, but that he was excited the character would live on and how lucky he'd been to play the character. Henry Cavill's a really good dude. And then a lot of us were going, well, man, what's going to be next for Henry Cavill? I mean, a lot of people assumed that as soon as Henry Cavill left that conference room, Kevin Feige's hat started tingling and he knew he had to make a phone call. But no, that's not what we heard. It's that Henry Cavill is working a deal right now, I believe, with Amazon to executive produce and star in the Warhammer 40K television series that will be on the Amazon Prime video. Which, if you follow Henry Cavill on Instagram or anything like that, Big Warhammer player. He likes painting the miniatures and talking about the process and stuff like that. So this is arguably a really good fit for him, much like The Witcher was when that first started. So I'm excited that Cavill's getting to do that, but I'm also really bummed that we never really got to see more than just 30 seconds of Henry Cavill as a Superman that's more along the lines of what we'd see in the comics. And that was in the teaser at the very end of Black Adam, which there's more we can talk about with Black Adam here in a second, but... What what a cluster fudge right there. I mean, they bring back Henry Cavill just to then be like, hey, Henry Cavill's back. We're going to do Superman to yank the rug out from under and make up. Oh, Henry Cavill's not back. I don't assume that he left The Witcher to do Superman. If you look at the timing of the Warhammer announcement, my guess is he'd been talking to the folks about the Warhammer series. And that's probably why he left The Witcher on top of the rumored reasoning being that he didn't like the changes being made to the character. Because that Warhammer announcement was awful fast to be just Superman Fallout. So, uh, how many times have you played uh, Warhammer 40k? Uh, I played the Murder Ball thing that's based off of it. Or Murder Brawl or whatever it is. It's like football with Warhammer characters. It's a video game? Or yeah, it's a video tabletop. game. I haven't oh, played I mean tabletop. tabletop. I meant literal painted figures. Or not painted figures. I haven't. Have to. I no will say this, though, that I have... Unless you do. I have at conventions enjoyed watching some people play it but i knew i wouldn't have the patience for it because i don't have the deft hand well enough to be able to paint these figures and make them look good because i i remember when i was playing the x-wing miniature game i tried just painting the blood stripes on my tie interceptors to make them be uh, from baron fell squadron and that didn't turn out well so trying to do warhammer miniature painting that would have been a mess. And Random Rick Review is right i was thinking of blood bowl that was the game i was thinking of which i think is based off of the warhammer universe I can't remember. I, have, I think I have Blood Bowl 
2? I think it's Blood Bowl 2 I have. I got it on my Xbox yeah, for the, at one yeah, point in time. It was not that good of a game. It was all right. But... Yeah, it was it, it was okay. Don't, definitely not a sim football game. Yeah. I mean, stepping back, though, to Henry Cavill, I'm super bummed to see that he's out because I was looking forward to seeing what he could do with it. I'm glad he's landed on his feet by all accounts. I mean, he's a good guy. He was going to land on his feet. And he's a good actor. People are interested in his work. But, man, this is two weeks in a row where I'm looking at things that were supposedly coming from DC, and I'm legit bummed between the Henry Cavill Superman sequel and the rumored Batman Beyond movie that was going to have Michael Keaton as old Batman. Both those gone as part of the reshaping. Doesn't necessarily mean it won't happen, but there's a lot of changes going on. And I, I saw on Twitter that James Gunn was talking about the fact he was looking forward to announcing a lot of their plans at the beginning of the year, but he had been answering some questions that people were asking him on Twitter as part of the announcement. I'd seen some of the stuff was, for instance, someone had asked, is Ben Affleck coming back as Batman? He said, we don't have plans for that, but Ben has expressed interest in directing and we're interested in having him direct some stuff with us. So Ben Affleck could be directing some stuff. in the. He did debunk the fact that they were going to fold in the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman into the mainline continuity of whatever. That's fair. Um, what is, is Flashpoint still happening? So the Flash movie is still happening. What the fuck? How is that not canceled? So my guess is that the uh, CEO and the corporate heads on high have basically told them they don't have a choice there. I mean, and at this point in time, it's already sunk money. I mean, they've already sunk a bunch of money into it. They could potentially get some money back. They're hoping that Ezra Miller stays on their good behavior between now and the release date so that people might forget about the controversies because we haven't been talking about Ezra Miller's problematic behavior in a few months now since... You mean the kidnappings? Right. But when's the last time you saw stories about Ezra Miller having a meltdown and the problems that Ezra Miller has had? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When was the last time you heard about Jeffrey Dahmer eating someone? Who cares? Just forget about it. Like, who cares? I, I don't. so long ago. Okay, so let me clarify. I don't disagree with you. I'm of the mind that I don't want to see that movie because of it just being a shit show with that, with Ezra's involvement and things like that. And I don't For want that to, dude being a piece of shit. Yeah. And I don't want to give my tacit approval to that dude acting like a shithead and then going and watching a movie and presumably he gets residuals or excuse me, they get residuals off of ticket sales. I don't want my money to factor into them potentially getting more money out of that deal. Plus I just don't want to support the concept of, Hey, this person fucked around a ton and by all accounts is a shit person and has traumatized many people. And we're going to sweep it under the rug because he's in two of our tentpole franchises. Cause remember Ezra Miller was also in the beasts, the, uh, What's the Fantastic Harry Potter spinoff? Beast Fantastic movie? Beasts movies. Was he in that? He was in all the of them. The first one? Yep, all of them. Who the fuck was he? Uh, he was the the kid that was like the raging magic monster or whatever we found out at the end. In the first movie? In the first movie. He was like in the orphanage or something like that. I it don't was remember. a magic monster? I don't fully remember. I watched the movie yeah, I don't once. And, and, I don't give a shit about yeah, that fucking shit. I watched movie. the first it one once. It had zero plot. I watched it once and never watched it again. And I also have my own concerns over the problematic nature of jk rowling which we don't necessarily need to go into on here we've talked about it before and it'll probably come up in our next discussion how's ezra miller in that fucking movie then oh clash of the titans fight well one thing to keep in mind is most of the actors that have worked in her franchise do not have or have shared views that are not the same as rowling's in fact the characters who played the trio in the original harry potter movies basically all said no she's completely wrong 
when it comes to her thoughts on trans rights and things like that, which I tend to agree with as well that she's wrong. But I also, at this point, don't want to support with my wallet things that give her more money to spread more hate, which get, which will get us into some of the video game news we're going to talk about later in the show, too. Chris, you ready to hear what my take on it is? Willie, let's hear your take on it. Here's my take on it. People are fucking people. It doesn't fucking matter. Just treat people like people. That's all I ask. If you don't, fuck yeah. you. I don't think it should be a hard thing in life to be like, just treat people how you want to be treated. I don't care the color of their skin, their orientation, their gender. I don't care if you have no hair, red hair, blue hair. I don't care. Just treat people how you want to be treated. Oh, yeah, and also on the same note, uh, fuck you. It's not cancel culture. It's called accountability for your fucking actions. Yeah, well, some people don't realize that. And some people think they shouldn't be held accountable. Oh, being canceled just because I said this. Yes, because you said some stupid ass fucking shit. Oh, I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised I lit a match and a fire started. Dumb bitches. And that's a that's a genderless bitch because that's how I use bitch because most people use bitch in the genderless sense now anyway. Right. Everyone can be a bitch. Chris, you're a bitch. Thank you. Ted Talk over. <laughs> Willie's TED Talk is over. Um, continuing on the DC thread, there's also, I think we touched on it last week, questions as to whether the Black Adam franchise and series continues. A lot of people say probably not. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it. It's supposed to hit HBO Max. Is it this week? Or is it already on? What? It just came. I just saw it in theaters two weeks ago. Yeah, I think it's supposed to drop I mean, on HBO Max. Like. Still. It might be on there now. I can't remember. I want to say it was the 16th is a date I'd seen thrown around for it, but I don't nope. remember. So I got it on my phone. Let's check it out. I will watch it on HBO Max because I was intrigued by it. I've also thought that Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate was really interesting casting, so I wanted to see that. Oh, he's good at it. I'll give you that. I like Pierce Brosnan. I thought I had HBO Max app. Oh, there it is. Found it. Found it. That's what I know. Well, thank you. So... There's there's a lot of back and forth there as it seems that Dwayne the Rock Johnson has different ideas for how Black Adam should factor into the DC Wait, universe this? than presumably James Gunn does. Yep, Black Adam is on there right now. Yeah. Well, there you go. So you guys can watch Black Adam yourself on HBO. Let's turn this down and yeah, Black Adam. Woo Play button right there. Yeah, the movie is uh, it's all right. I, they could have really done less with the kid, like have the kid in there a lot less. It's it's all right at best. That when, when they when they have the kid in there, they go kitty with the with the things, and then all of a sudden you have the rock over there just eviscerating people. Like pick a tone, pick one tone. I don't care which one, just pick one. If you have stupid kid shit, have stupid kid shit. I'll be down for that shit. But the the, the, the it, it was a drop. It was a drop. And the rocks fucking up with the whole shit of like uh d didn't he like show like uh some people like uh, the press false prophet recordings of Black Adam. So I think I might have touched on it last week, but not done a good job of doing so. Is that there were a lot of people that had theorized based off the production budget of Black Adam and the cost for the advertising blitz and stuff like that. That in order for Black Adam to be profitable, it would have to make about $600 million worldwide. And as of last week when we started reporting on this news, 
Well, not reporting. As we started talking about it, we don't break news. We talk, talk about news that's out there. It was at about $400 million that it had made. So the $600 million seemed like it was not going to happen. So a lot of people were theorizing that Black Adam, based off of their back-of-the-napkin dollar figures, was going to lose money for DC film side of the thing. Side of the house, excuse me. Now, I guess The Rock had gone on Twitter and quote tweeted one of those things and said, no, actually, we've made $50 million so far on this movie. That's a lot less. Or something to the effect. Well, that people were saying they had lost $200 million on the movie based off of what the current projections were. So I don't know how that works out. I don't know if that's factoring in some kind of oh. weird tax breaks and incentives oh, I can help or you something. This. They're cooking the books. I know exactly how it works. How's it work, Willie? It's a bunch of bullshit. I don't trust Fair. anything when they say it made a profit or not because they, you know they're making money hand over fist, but they're under the books. They don't shit. They, they cook those fucking books and you know it. <laughs> Everyone fucking knows it's a dirty goddamn secret. I mean, I don't understand how the budgets and things like that work in Hollywood pictures. And I don't honestly want to because it sounds like it would make my head hurt and it really wouldn't do anything to help my life. It would make me hate way too many people but there were a lot of folks that are more attuned to how budgets work and how hollywood works when it comes to what is deemed a motion picture that makes money and loses money that looked at that and went oh this isn't a good look because it's probably not true and a lot of people had said that and i don't have anything to back this up this is just what i've read on a few different twitter accounts and on mastodon from a few folks that i follow that are more tuned in that in order to back that up and get other people reporting on it, The Rock may have said that on Twitter. Supposedly, he or his production company had leaked some budgetary stuff to, I want to say, The Hollywood Reporter. I think it was The Hollywood Reporter that they had supposedly were rumored to have leaked stuff to. Let me clarify. This is not confirmed. It was rumored that either him or Seven Fucks Production or someone there had leaked some budgetary numbers out so that it could be reported that Black Adam was financially successful. Whether that's the case or not, I don't know. We do know that The Rock has a lot of his own personal brand tied into Black Adam, and he put a lot of his own reputation into pushing that movie, and there was a lot of things that he was saying about how it's going to change the hierarchy of the DC universe and stuff like that, where people are going, this is Black Adam, I'm not really sure about that. And it's fairly obvious by the final post-credits scene that what he wanted was a Black Adam and Superman showdown, which admittedly could be cool, but for most people who aren't really comic fans and just went to go see a movie with The Rock in it, I don't know that they're going to care about that as much. I mean, I think it'd have been neat to see on screen, and if you believe the rumors, it was the CEOs and the leaders at Warner at the time did not want Henry Cavill to return to do that cameo in Black Adam, but they did it anyways. There, there's a lot of the cameo was actually a good part of the movie. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you. That's the only thing I have seen because someone posted on Twitter and I was like, oh, I can see the Henry Cavill scene. This is cool. Yeah, that was a good thing of the movie. <laughs> the story, I'm going based on the story of the movie. That's all I'm basing on. And it was, it was rough. It was, it was rough. I guess it depends on the lens at which you look at things through. If you look at it through the lens of, I just want to go watch a popcorn type flick. I think that's fine. But if you're trying to look at it as how, how did it start getting compared? The rock started comparing it to captain America and be like, Hey, it made about just as much money as the first captain America movie and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but that was also 12, 14 years ago. If you adjust that movie for inflation, it made more money than your movie. And yeah, go ahead. Here's here's part of the plot for you. Here here you go. Here you go. You remember in Civil War when they're like, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't as, you know, 
Americans, you know, with powers go to, you know, other nations without permission to do shit, you know? Yes. They saw that, like, nah, fuck that. We going in, America flag flying, woohoo! Well, I mean, that's a bit more in line with how the real well, world works. Well, I mean, works. not quite, you know, America thing, whatever, you know, because Dr. You know, Pierce Brosnan being... You know, but you get the idea. It's like they go into a foreign land, and they're like... And everyone's there like, we don't want you here. Go away. And they're like, nah, we stay in. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Won't you do something about these obviously evil army that's here? Won't you do something against them? Oh, no, that's an international incident. We can't touch them. We can touch this dude who's stopping them. It makes no sense. It makes zero fucking sense. Who wrote that? Who wrote this movie? I'm going to punch know. you in the fucking face. So there is a lot of stuff going on, I guess is the best way to put it, when it comes to the DC Universe. And, of course, with Henry Cavill gone, tying back to what we first mentioned... The people on the internet are acting perfectly rational about this decision, of course. There's not a hashtag fire James Gunn trending from the Snyderverse stands at all. Not at all. No, I lied. They're having meltdowns on Twitter right now, just like they did when Zack Snyder left and they said they were going to do a different cut of the movie. Basically, they're pitching their own fit again because this is something that doesn't fit in with what they wanted out of the Snyderverse. And I understand being upset about casting changes, but... At some point in time, you have to realize the people that say they're fans because of Zack Snyder's vision of things. If you're just going to shit on everything that's out there, you're not actually a fan. It's the same thing we've said about Star Wars. If you spend more time crapping on Star Wars than you do enjoying it, you're not a fan. I mean, can you still be a fan of what you liked originally and not like the new stuff coming out? Here's the thing. Most of the people that are of that mindset aren't the ones that are continually out there starting fire James Gunn hashtags or... Restore the Snyderverse hashtags. Most of the people who don't like the new stuff are pretty rational about it and are going, okay, the new stuff's not necessarily for me. Fair enough. Listen, I've seen all the Star Wars movies. I've seen some, you know, all the, you know, extended, not not the books or I didn't get into that or anything, but, you know, things like like, like The Mandalorian, Obi-Wan, I've seen that. Right. I've, I've even fucking watched the holiday special. Oh, I've never watched that because I don't want to have it in my memory. It's... It, it, I was I had that morbid curiosity to watch it, and it's it's boring. It is it is a boring piece of shit. <laughs> it is so mind blowingly boring. There is that one time you get to see uh, Chewbacca's father or father in law. I don't know. Yeah, whoever that guy was, uh, Lumpy, I think his name was. I believe so. Yeah, uh, you get to see him pretty much uh, have an orgasm on screen watching. I forget the act the the singer's name. I forget. Mm. but he's watching somewhere she's just doing asmr before that was even a thing back in the 70s just like and him just go that's that's what you get it's it's very boring yeah mind-numbly i'm just of the mindset that if you're trying to say you're a fan of something and you spend more of your time just crapping on the current state of it you're probably not really a fan anymore. You can be a fan of what was there before, I guess, but if you spend all of your time hating on something you claim to love, I don't know that you're actually a fan. And I, I, I was a big Star Wars fan, and I think I still am, just not to the same level. But I'd be lying if I didn't said the sequel trilogy just kind of made me go, ugh. And I wasn't excited for Star Wars for a lot of things. Like, the third movie came out, and I saw it not because necessarily I was super excited, but more I just wanted to know how it was going to end. And I walked out of the movie and went, oh, I'm never going to rewatch that again. And I've never rewatched it again. 
because it was just bad to me. But I wasn't one of those folks that went online and started spewing vitriol and be like, oh, not my Star Wars, blah, 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 blah. Because it it's changed, yeah, but it doesn't change the fact of the things I liked that came before it. I can still like those. I can still enjoy them. They're not erased from continuity, anything like that. I mean, they sort of... So, I don't know. I don't know if I'm expressing this very well. But Actually, I just... I want you to answer some questions for me. Okay. So, I didn't really mind the sequel trilogy, but that's me not really being, you know, a Star Wars fan. I'm not even a fanboy, I guess it'd be. Bad. But there was plot holes. You know how much I don't Somehow like Somehow Palpatine holes. has returned. Well, that was like, sure, whatever. I could just go with the clone thing. Yeah, that, that's whatever The very the, for the last movie. Whatever. But what the fuck was Snoke all about then? He was just also a clone, but just went by a different name? He was a different clone that Palpatine that makes, used as why? a puppet master. Why? It makes no so, sense. And then the Knights of Ren. What the fuck was that about? You see him in the first one, and then they die in the light. Like, what the fuck? Okay, sure. That makes no sense. Yeah. You built these guys up for nothing. So Why part, build them up then if you're just going to well, do nothing with them? Well, part of Kind of the- like... The, uh, the White Walkers in Game of Thrones. You build them up just for this bullshit? So Why the, do it then? The problem you run into with Star Wars, and we'll just go real high level for a sec, is that they didn't plan anything ahead of time. It was, hey, we're going to bring J.J. Abrams in to do Episode 7. And J.J. Abrams set up a bunch of stuff, because how J.J. Abrams movies work is he sets up a bunch of stuff for his mystery box reveal at a later point. He didn't reveal it there because he assumed it would happen at a later date. Ryan Johnson came in and said, yeah, I don't like this stuff he set up set up his own stuff and then undid some of the stuff that was in there. And then people got mad and they brought JJ Abrams back and he went, Oh, I'm going to undo everything Ryan Johnson did. And we're going to do it in the span of a movie to try and do a trilogy's worth of changes in one flick. There was no planning is what went on there. And I've said before, I really enjoyed last Jedi. Some people didn't. That's fine. It's open to interpretation. Whether people like it or not is fine. You don't have to, and you don't have to hate someone who did like it or didn't like it. But I thought it was very enjoyable and I thought it was different. And part of what I resented about the final Star Wars movie is it literally tried to undo everything done in the movie that preceded it. And it felt ham-fisted. And then what further cemented my distaste, I guess, a little bit for the final Star Wars movie is that it, it just felt jammed together. It didn't make sense. But more importantly, they leaked the script that Colin Trevorrow wrote for the original episode nine. It was called Duel of the Fates. And I have a copy of the leaked script somewhere, I think, because someone had tweeted it to me and I think I liked it. So it should still be in there. And it wasn't perfect, but I thought it was a far more interesting movie that didn't undo every single thing done in The Last Jedi before it. Uh, tangent hot topic uh, button here. Duel of the Fates is a better song than Imperial March. That's fair. 100%. I don't disagree. 100%. One would argue Imperial March is more iconic. So I think that's why people rank it higher. Sure. Iconic. Whatever the fuck that means to you. That's fair. But yeah, Duel of Fates. Ho, ho, ho. Why not? That's so fucking like, yes. If you ever get a chance, read the Colin Trevorrow Duel of the Fates script or read some people that broke down what was in it. And it wasn't the finished product. But it was a far more interesting and compelling story to wrap things up than I think what we got in Rise of Skywalker that just felt like sloppy fanfic. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy fanfic in a lot of things, but this just felt sloppy. And I didn't really care for it. And I did not 
care for the MacGuffin of, oh, it was Palpatine all along. Palpatine's back again. I went, ugh. Yeah, it was all right. That wasn't a plot point that I hated for myself. Like I, well, like I said, I'm not the fan. Like I'm not as much fan as you are, but I mean, I didn't care. Like, cause yeah, sure. Fucking not Palpatine. Don't fucking care. Whatever. Cloning. That makes sense. They've been doing cloning ever since for a long time. They mentioned the first movie, the Star Wars. Clone before Wars episode four. Yeah. They referenced the Clone Wars in episode four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, so yeah, that's what, uh, whatever things to be like, yeah, sure. Is that what you need to do to get there? Sure. It's whatever. I don't know. We really tangented a lot there, but I guess the central thesis I make here is continues to be, if you say you're a fan of something, but spend all of your time hating on it, you might not be a fan anymore. And that's fine. You don't have to stay a fan if you don't like the current shape of things, but you also don't have to spew venom about it either. You can be disappointed. You can express that. But if you're someone who literally just stirs up a bunch of bots to say fire James Gunn because you oh, don't like yeah. that he's ignoring Zack Snyder's vision of things. I like the Snyderverse. I enjoyed it. I did not. So maybe I am biased in fact that I don't really care about it. So I don't necessarily understand as well people's concerns. But there are other properties that I've really enjoyed and not like the direction they've taken. So I understand from that perspective. And we just went on my rant about Star Wars right there. I was not venomous like people have been about the Snyder Cut and things like that in the Snyder verse. I love Midnight Suns, but I'm highly critical of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I've also mellowed with age. Who knows? You don't look like Mellow Yellow to me. That I'm mean, a man I, who likes I mean, some Mellow Yellow. I did hurt my liver a lot in college, so cirrhosis of the liver, I guess, could be possible. It would turn me yellow. I don't know. I went to a party school, guys. My liver got beat up a little bit in college. Don't drink, guys. How about that? Just don't drink. Eh, just be smart about it. If Actually, I'll agree with that. I should clarify. It's not like I was a raging alcoholic or anything like that in college. Just to clarify, it's I went out and partied with my friends. And I know on occasion I drank to excess is more what it was. Not that it was like every day I was sloppy falling down drunk. It was, oh, God, why did I go out last night and drink beer with my buddies and play darts until 3 a.m.? My arm is killing me and I might be hung over. (laughs) That kind of thing. Did you win in cricket? I've never played cricket. I kind of want to, though. I'm talking about darts. What game did you play in darts? I don't know. Did you play baseball? Yeah, we did actually play baseball. In darts? Yeah. Okay. I'm not looking at you no more. I'm looking over here. That's fair, Willie. You don't have to look at me. Because we are going to wrap up our random tangent into the DC Universe news. Things like that. We're going to pivot and we're going to discuss kind of as our semi-end of the year wrap up here. There is a whole boatload of video games that are going to be coming out in 2023. If you go to our show notes at bit.ly slash ATGN512, you'll find a link to it. We're on Polygon right now. They have just pretty much a list of all of the games coming out in 2023. And I don't think we're going to be able to touch on all of them. But we can kind of go through the list and talk about the ones that we're excited about. Are going, that's still coming out? I had no idea. So how's that sound, Willie? Are you excited to uh, go through that list with me? Yes. I hit the wrong button for those that are on the video feed, so... It was to me, especially to Willie. I know where to look. So let's start January 2023. And some of these games I've never heard of. One Piece Odyssey. I don't know what it is. Comes out January 13th. Yeah. uh, uh, From what I know of that, I think it's a turn based uh, RPG and the One Piece can. It's like a little side story. It's not like interesting. It's not based on anything. I think it's like I think I'm not sure. I I don't watch One Piece, man. This for I look I, I did watch the trailers. I was a little interested. I was like, let me see this, and I think it's like a side story. It's like a tangential thing. 
I'm not 100% though. Yeah, I don't know enough to weigh in on it. Uh, Persona 3 Portal and Persona 4 Golden come out January 19th. That's on Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Xbox Series devices. If you're a Persona fan, that's probably really exciting. I know there are a lot of people that were super excited those games were coming to Xbox. And since they'll be on Game Pass, I believe, around that same time too, I will go check them out probably. Not immediately, mind you, because my back catalog, I'm still working down some. So, yeah. How about you, Willie? You interested in Persona 3 and 4? I had Persona 4 Golden on the uh, PlayStation Vita. That's, uh... I, I started it. Didn't really get that far into it, I think, because other stuff came out that took my attention away, and I never went back to it. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's an awesome uh, turn-based RPG, if you're into that kind of thing, from what I've heard. Like, it's an amazing one. It just didn't stick with me personally. That's fair. Nah. It didn't stick with me personally. Ah, I see what you ah. did there. Uh, Colossal Cave on Mac, MetaQuest, Switch, PlayStation. I don't know what it is. No, me either. If you're a fan of this series, it's probably really exciting. I've never gotten into it much. Fire Emblem Engage on Nintendo Switch, January 20th. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into the Fire Emblem games. Dead Space comes out January 27th. PS5, Windows, PC, and Xbox Series devices. If you like the Dead Space games in the past, you're probably excited about it. I don't care a ton about Dead Space, so it's not really what I'm keen on. I do remember, I think, for Dead Space 2, if you beat it on, like, the hardest difficulty, I think there might have been another mod- modification you had to do it, too. You get, like, the best weapon. You couldn't buy hmm. it. wasn't DLC or something. It was just, like, a big foam hand that you would point at people and it'd go, pew, 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 and they would just explode. <laughs> like, you had to earn that weapon, too, I think. I can't remember how to do it. I think you had to do it in a certain amount of saves. I can't. In a certain amount of time on, on the hardest of it, I think. Don't quote me on that. I never played any of the Dead Space games. Survival Horror is something that hit and miss with me, mostly misses. That's fair. That's me, personally. They're not bad. Uh, finally, to wrap up January, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition for Xbox. It'll be on Game Pass. I'll try I like the Age of Empire games on my PC back in the day. I'm sure you do. You don't like RTS games? Okay. I don't like RTS games because I am so terrible at them. That's fair. That's why I don't like them because I'm so bad at them. I'm not saying they're bad. It's just because I'm terrible. My brain just doesn't work with those. I want to. I would love to play Civ, but my brain just doesn't work like that for no, some I get reason. It. I try. I've tried multiple times and I'm embarrassed. All right. We're not going to. I'm not going to read all of them anymore because there's a crap load here. I realized you already that. missed one anyway. Yeah, I did. <laughs> did you care about the one i missed uh i've seen it it looks kind of cool for spoken uh i watched a buddy of mine play the demo that's out at least on ps5 and he said he was disappointed in how the movement works it looked cool how he was moving but he said it, it felt a little counterintuitive that's a little you know a little quote from that uh, that's all i know from that okay well as i'm going through this list if i skip one you were interested in please let me know and we'll skip that i wasn't i was just gonna let that be because i didn't give a shit about it i don't know what deliver us mars is so i was gonna skip that on february 2nd <laughs> willie's facial expression made he was right, making we'll me think i was missing one. some we'll just mention it hogwarts legacy february 10th <laughs> Windows PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series devices. You mean Legacy of Hate? Got it. Yeah. Uh, that Rhythm, Final Bar Line, I don't know what it is. Wild Hearts, I don't know what oh. it is. Oh, that's like a uh, the, the theater rhythm. I don't know how to f- pronounce it. It's um, 
it's a Square Enix game uh, that's like a rhythm game, you know, like a you know rhythm type game, kind of like I'm thinking it plays like Guitaru Man, if you okay. remember that, or Guitaru Man. Vaguely. I forget how it was pronounced. Yeah, kind of like that. I think I've seen a little bit. I think it throws in a bunch of Final Fantasy characters in there. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know Wild Hearts. I don't know Atomic Heart. I know I've heard of Atomic Heart, and I can't think of what I remember seeing of it. It looked kind of cool. I will say that. <gasps> oh, but the next one. What's the next one, Willie? Like a dragon Ishin. Oh, if you're a fan of the Yakuza series, this is the next one. That This is the first one that they're saying, yeah, we've been calling it the Yakuza series, but we're just going to start calling it what it's called in Japan in the land where it originated from. And that's like a dragon, which is what Rio Gagoto. I, I probably mispronounced that. That's what the studio is called. That's what the games are called in Japan. It's, it translates to like a dragon. Right and sure. yeah, this is this one is the. Uh, it goes back. It, it's actually based on historical events loosely. Some sh- crazy shits in the game, but it, like the characters, shit really did happen with those characters, and those are real people that existed. But they use all the likenesses of people or the characters from the Yakuza game series. So I'm go- that's a that's a definite get for me day one. Oh, I assumed it would be. Coming out 100%. the next that's February twenty first, dropping the next day, February twenty second, PlayStation VR two. Willie, will you be getting the new PlayStation VR? You are a PlayStation VR user in the last generation. That's why I was asking mm-hmm. you. Gen one PS uh, VR. Wish I would have waited for Gen 2, but whatever. But, um, yeah, uh, well, probably not because of uh, two reasons. Okay. At least the second reason, I'm a little bit interested in how that's going to work out. But reason one, the price, $550. It's more than your PS5. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's just the headset and the cord to plug into your PlayStation. There's no extra box that you have to plug the HDMI cable from the TV into it, and then another one to the PlayStation. It just goes straight into the USB port of your, in the front of your uh, PlayStation 5. That that use is seems awesome to me. That That's a great idea that they did there. And the controllers that it comes with looks great, too. It's more to the more modern, like, VR controllers, where it can track your fingers and stuff, I think. Okay. But, and the second reason, like, scalpers have been bad with consoles. Are they going to be bad with this? Probably. That's a question. Because we can't get away from that. But $550? Are they going to be really doing, jumping on that? That's something that's not they did a for console. Consoles. It's not something a lot of people are going to be, like, bur- like running and grabbing. Like, So are they going to be doing that, I wonder? Like, in mass, like they did with the consoles. I assume that they will, too. Not the same extent, but to a noticeable extent, if that makes... But yes, PlayStation VR 2 launches then. Uh, next up, Horizon Call of the Mountain for PlayStation VR 2, that same yeah, Exclusively for the VR 2. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a Horizon uh, thing. I I don't know what you do with it. You're Aloy, I'm assuming, just running through in first person. Shooting ro- robo-dinos. That's my assumption. That's uh, gotta be fun. Blood Bowl 3 drops February 23rd. We just talked about Blood Bowl 2 a little bit ago. I didn't realize there was a third one coming. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I, I hope it's better than the second one. That, the mechanics in it were like. So hopefully this one's better. Fair. I'm going to skip the two Windows PC only releases because you and I will have literally no insight on that because we're not PC gamers. 
February 24th on Nintendo Switch, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. I didn't know it was coming out. I haven't played a Kirby game since Kirby 64, my man. That's fair. Also, that was a fun one. February 24th, we have Octopath Traveler 2 on Switch, PlayStation 4 and 5, and Windows PC. If you're into hardcore JRPGs, uh, there you go. Which I think is made by, I don't think it's a Japanese developer, I'm not sure, but it plays like a traditional JRPG from what I heard of it and seen of it. And then last day of February, we have Destiny 2 Lightfall, which I guess is the new expansion or something like that. I don't play Destiny, so... either. I never got into it. Yeah. Let's see. Going into March, the day before... Oh, that's Windows PC. We won't talk because, about that because we don't know. But that. the next one, Woe Long, Fallen Dynasty. I've seen some stuff of this. I can't tell you anything about it, but the gameplay looks cool as fuck. There's two games this month that I'm super intrigued by. I'm pretty um, sure it was Woe Long that I was thinking of, or was that a different... I do not know. I'm pretty sure it was this one that I've seen. That would look pretty cool. Last of Us Part 1 will drop on PC in March. Mm-hmm. We also have Fatal Frame. Which is the remake yeah. of the uh, the first game. Like, that just came out on P- PlayStation 5. It's Yeah, so it's not the original game. It's the remake, so it's a difference. We have Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse on March 9th coming out They're for still all making consoles. those fucking things? I don't even know what they are, I'll be honest. You never heard of Fatal Frames? No. Nah. You fight ghosts with cameras. Oh, I think I have heard of that. Yeah. yeah, I remember first hearing about it on the Wii when the one on the Wii came, which I think was Fatal Frame Four. I think interesting. So I don't know much about this one, but I'm going to go look up information on this game because the name at least treats me. Skull and Bones coming to Amazon Luna, PlayStation Five, PC, and Xbox Series devices. That's what Amazon is Luna. That is their version of State Google Stadia. It's their cloud gaming service. Sure. Let that fail too. I don't give a shit. Yeah, probably. I don't know anything about it, but if the screenshot I see here is from that game, it looks really cool with pirate ships and cannonballs and stuff. I'm going to go look up more about it after the show and see what's interesting. But there's other games this month I'm more interested in, so I probably will not be picking this up. The game I'm most interested in in March, though, dropping March 17th, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, PS5, Windows PC, and Xbox. Yeah, I mean, the first one was good. It could have been better with. Some like the shortcuts to get back to your ship, like mm-hmm. they could have made that so much better. I hopefully they keep the same kind of gameplay, you know, ideas, but just make it the traversal better. E- just make it easy, like just quality of life, man. Yep. Make that quality of life better. So the trailer made it seem like it's very similar to what we had before, just an increase in quality of life. Now it wasn't a bunch of gameplay footage we saw but it looked interesting. And Respawn, I generally like games they make. Who would have thought the guys that made Titanfall would make Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is very different than what they'd been making, and Fallen Order. So I'm super intrigued by that one. I'm not a huge fan of the Bayonetta series, but Bayonetta Origins, Cereza, and The Lost Demon is coming to Nintendo Switch in March. Uh, I don't Hmm. play them, so I know there are people that love those series that are probably excited. We also have Resident Evil 4 Remake, PS4 and 5, Windows PC, and Xbox Series console. Crime Boss Rocky City, but only Windows PC on March 28th. I assume the console oh. releases at a later date. Yeah, um, and I would mentioned that last week because uh, they were in the Game Awards. They talked about it. They had a trailer and the cast. The cast of that game. I, I, I'm curious just for the cast. You got Michael Madsen, which, I mean, I get people who probably won't know him. I know him as the guy who cut the ear off in um, uh, uh, that Quentin Tarantino movie. What, uh, 
Mr. Blonde, Mr. Orange, Mr. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. He was a uh, you know okay. stuck in the mid yeah that uh, Chuck Norris is in it. Uh, uh, Danny Trejo. You also got uh, Danny Glover. You got uh, my, uh, Michael Rooker. Ah, uh, good old Rooker. Uh, Kim Basinger. And let's not forget Rob Van Winkle, a.k.a. <laughs> Vanilla Ice, is also in it. Dun, 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 like, dun, dun. I, I am curious. Uh, Damien Poitier. Uh, there's so many people. It's just a lot. I was, I was like, I, I'm curious just for the cast. You got me. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it, too. But that was one of the games I was interested in this month, but I didn't read ahead enough to realize it was Windows PC only at this point. Then there's a System Shock remake for Linux, Macs, PS4, PS5, Windows PC, and all the Xbox consoles at some point that month. And people... How much remake is it going to be? I don't know, but I'm intrigued, and I'll probably check it out. And I never played the original and didn't really care. Uh, April, it's a relatively quiet month, but we have Hogwarts Legacy for PS4 and Xbox uh, One. Sorry, it's Legacy about... of Hate. Yes. But this is where we're talking about the fact that they're splitting release between different console generations and consoles to different time periods. So could be interesting in that regard. Meet Your Maker, I don't know enough about to comment. Yeah, April 4th. Never heard of it. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Nintendo Switch, PS4, Windows, PC. Oh, well, no Xbox. That's weird. But yeah, Mega yeah. Man Battle Network, uh, the legacy is like just like the other previous Mega Man collections of like Mega Man and Mega Man X. This is for the the uh, the Battle Network series, mostly on Game Boy Advance. Was they on DS2? I don't know. I don't remember. I just know it started on Game Boy Advance. And from what I know, they, they've been pretty good games. I never really played them. But there's, I did see in the trailer that they actually have online multiplayer Ooh. where you can battle your friends in the games in the game itself. Which that looks cool. We still have another thirty to sixty days until that hits Marvel Snap, supposedly. What? Uh, co- uh, battle your friends. Sixty days. It's they said somewhere in the next two months on the release roadmap that I'd seen it on said Reddit. Soon. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have a different definition of what soon is. <laughs> if I say two months, I say, oh, man, way out in the future. I'll let you know, man. That's fair. I don't say, I'll let you know soon. Two months go by, like, tell me you're, go- you're-, you're going to tell me soon. Like, yeah, I know. Next Sorry. up, Dead Island 2 on PS4, PS5. It's Windows. actually releasing? April 28th. Comes out on pretty much both, excuse me, comes out on PC and current and previous gen consoles. I remember when that the first time the trailer came out a long time ago for Dead Island 2, not the original one. The original one had the best game trailer I've ever seen. If you've never seen the Dead Island trailer, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, I've, I've heard stuff. I've played the first one. I haven't beaten it, but I enjoyed it. Oh, the it. games are whatever to me, personally. Survivor but it was wacky. Whatever. Say what? It was wacky, the trailers. Oh, no, no. The first trailer was good. Like, it was actually serious. It was the one That's going not back the game, in time, though. going reverse. Yeah. That was so good. Then this one is sometime in April, this upcoming game. This is one I'm actually excited about because I remember seeing some trailers for it. It's Star Trek Resurgence for PS4 and 5, Windows, PC, Xbox One, and Series devices. Now, I had to go and double check the name of it once I did. I remembered it's a uh, it's a narrative action-adventure game with dialogue choices, relationship building. It seems like the next evolution of the Telltale formula for games. So I was intrigued by that. Maybe. I, I mean, like what you just described sounds like Mass Effect. 
So it's not really the next level has already been done. So that's described as an interactive narrative video game that tells an original story set shortly after the last Star Trek next gen movie, I think is what it was. So even with the Star Trek and it still sounds like Mass Effect. It doesn't look even like, though you said Star Trek in it. Yeah, it, it, so, so. it doesn't look like you're going to be running around with phasers and blowing a bunch of stuff up. It seems like it's more of the telltale formula where you're going to be walking around and doing yeah. objectives and stuff like that. I'm intrigued by it, but it's one I'm going to wait for the reviews on before I make a decision as to whether it's something I'm going to be picking up. Uh, only two releases in May, but both are arguably ones I'm interested in. May 12th, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom on Nintendo Switch. I'm I intrigued take- by it. Legend of Zelda is overrated. Still great games, but people put it so far up, you that's can't fair. meet it. No, no, that's you fair. You can't match it. It's, it. You can't. I agree with that statement, actually. People put things too high up on pedestals. Like, yeah, they're good. They're great games, but they're not perfect. No, I agree. Breath of the Wild, I could not stand that weapon degradation system. I think, it was shitty. I think it they're keeping shitty. it for Tears of the Kingdom, which is, yeah. You can't defend it to me. I will fucking beat you down with it. Yeah, it I is ridiculous. I didn't care I for it either. I can't take five hits with a stick and it breaks. Fuck off. They were using it. When the enemies use it, they don't fucking break. But I hit someone five times and it breaks. Fuck off. Or the master sword that you can use until you magically can't swing it anymore and then you have to go to another weapon. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had my concerns That whole system there. was stupid. Also in May, this is one that we had talked about before is Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, PS5, Windows, and Xbox Series consoles. That's on May 28th. Yeah, looks cool. Can't say anything until I see gameplay, though. Exactly. We haven't I seen... don't know what you do in it. But isn't like, this one Rocksteady that's doing it? I'm not sure. I think, I think it is. I think, I think so. Which is the same folks that did the Arkham games. So Really? Yes. No, I know that. Of course. Oh. Duh. So I'm cautiously optimistic, but I want to see gameplay before I decide how optimistic i am june street fighter 6 i don't care i don't like fighting games i don't really like but it looks cool it looks i'll give it that oh here's the next one i don't give a shit about either so let's See, skip that one. i do care about this one but uh diablo 4 you for, got a phone don't you i don't Fuck play off. i don't play that one diablo 4 for know, ps4 and 5 windows xbox one and xbox series consoles yeah yeah the 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 company is tone deaf, so they're not getting any of my money. Fuck you. Vote it, with your dollar. It's going to be on Game Pass, so okay. I don't have to vote with my dollar. Well, well I mean, you yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, final game sometime in June. And I vaguely remember seeing stuff on this, but it's final not fresh game? in my head. Final game for June. Uh, oh, no, I missed one. I'm about to say, there's two of them that, that, you, that you're just not saying. Yeah, that, I glossed uh, over a big one They there. seem pretty big. I glossed over Final Fantasy 16 for PS5 on June 22nd. Yeah, if you like Final Fantasy 15, I'm sure it's going to be an evolution of that style of gameplay. But the next one, I'm super interested in. I don't remember it very well, so I'm glad that you seemingly do. This is RoboCop Rogue City for Nintendo Switch, PS5, Windows, and Xbox Switch. Series consoles. That's the one that shocked me was Switch on there. Switch. They must be cloud streaming it. 100%. Yo, I only, the only thing I've seen of it, I think the only thing that's out is the trailer, which hope I, I, I'm excited to see gameplay. If it looks shitty as gameplay, then yeah, I'll be wrong, but I'm curious what they're going to do. Oh, look in July. Yeah. Legacy of hate comes out again for Nintendo switch. Yeah, I know. I'm so you have to wait folks. many months on switch to play it. I would assume that most people that are interested in that game, if they have other consoles will have purchased it already, but who knows? There are some people that are primary Switch gamers. So, 
we are out of games with specific release dates. Now we're getting into things that kind of have a launch window, be it like Q1, Q2, things like that. So let's talk quarter one. This is January through March. Do we care about Battlefield Mobile? No, no. one should. There is Deceive Incorporate Deceive Inc. on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and Windows PC. I don't know what it is. So Never heard of it. Next, Killer Clowns from Outer Space the Game. <laughs> PS4 and 5, Windows PC, Xbox <laughs> One, and Xbox Series console. I'm getting that day one, baby. I haven't seen anything on it, but you... you what seen... do you mean? We talked about it here. I told you there's trailers, there's gameplay, a little bit of gameplay. I don't remember. We talked about it, I think, from... Well, I think it's three on seven, uh, asymmetrical multiplayer. I vaguely remember that, but I was going to say... Kind Will... of Dead by Daylight like... Okay, I'm intrigued but, then. Yeah. I was going to say, Will, you can't bust anyone's balls for not remembering things, though. <laughs> but this was big. I was so excited when we announced <laughs> it on the football you son of a bitch. Fair enough. Willie's excited. I'll check it out. Hopefully they do crossplay between generations. Hey, look, yearly sports titles are coming out yearly. Let's pass it. Yeah, passing will be the show. <laughs> Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition. Switch, PS4 and 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series. I don't know what it is. Me either. Next one, go ahead. Tortuga, I don't know what that one is Pirate's either. Tale, PlayStation 4 and 5, Windows, Xbox One and Series. Don't know what it is. Sorry, guys. Mm. Oh, look, yearly uh, sports game comes out yearly. I don't know any of these ones in quarter two, April, June. PGA Tour, who cares? Faye Farm for Nintendo Switch. I don't know what yeah, it is. No idea. Nine Souls, Switch, PS4 and 5, and Windows. I don't know Valheim, what it is. Valheim, though. That looks... I, it's ringing a bell like I've heard of it, but I can't think of why. Valheim is on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. It is already out mm. on Steam. It's a survival and sandbox video game by the studio. Released in early access. Yeah, me either. What is this next one, though? I closed the wrong tab. One sec. Next one. In Q3, yeah. September, July through September, we have EA Sports Not Football sure. Club. I don't think we care about that. Oh, that's Football Club. That's my assumption. Oh, my God. I thought it was meant for, like, full contact or no, something I like believe that. I was like, football oh, is this going to be like... Uh, is this going to be like, oh, God, what were those games? Uh, the Extreme ASBN Extreme Games back on the PS1? Know. That would have been amazing. Why Let's is it see. not that? So God. we're gonna we're gonna blow over these uh these next ones here, yeah. and we yearly have sports titles comes out yearly. We know this, right? That's pretty much what it comes down to. F one twenty twenty three, Madden NFL twenty four twenty twenty four, NFL two K twenty four, and then finally we wrap up Q three with R type tactics one through two, Cosmos, sure. Nintendo Switch, PS four and five, and Windows PC. I don't know enough about it. You. It's R-Type. What do you mean you don't know anything about it? I don't know what? anything about it. What did I just okay, say? Okay, R-Type. It's been coming out for decades. It's a side... I'm sure this is the exact same thing. Without any knowledge of it, it's R-Type. It's a side-scrolling shoot-em-up. Okay. Probably cool. bullet hell. So, have fun with that. That is just... Moving on to quarter four, October through December time frame, we have random sports title for the NHL, and then Final Fantasy VII Rebirth on PlayStation 5. So Which this is I what think the, is the, the next quarter to the remake of the Final Fantasy VII remake or something like that. I, yeah, I purchased the sequel to the remake, which I think is in three parts. I don't know, man. They don't, I don't fucking know. They, they, they're crazy over at Square Enix, man. Who knows? Yeah, we're still not done, though. Now we have things that are just slated for the first half of 2023. So this is January through June. DNF Duel on Nintendo Switch. I have no idea what it is. 
can't tell you. Forza Motorsport for Windows and Xbox. If you like Forza and racing games, you're probably really excited. That's never been my thing, so I don't care. Hollow Knight Silk Song for Nintendo Switch, PS4 and mm-hmm. 5, Windows PC, Sequel. Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Could be interesting. Well, it's, pro- it's probably going to be great. It, it already has a great art style, as the previous one did. Looks amazing. We have Homeworld 3 on Windows PC. I don't know enough about it to tell you anything. I've heard of Homeworld series. Never played them. I don't, I've never had a gaming PC. Layers of Fears for PlayStation 5, PC, and Xbox series. I don't know what it is. Seven Layers of Fear Dip. I like it. Uh, let me do a quick Google search while we're talking about this, and we'll see what it is. I mean, you want me just to pass by a bunch of these next ones? It is a first-person psychedelic horror chronicle focused on tense exploration and immersive storytelling. Sounds like a walking sim. (laughs) Sounds like a little bit. That sounds like a walking sim, man. I don't know if it was that description. Next up is... Like Gone Home, but those can be good. Yeah. Don't, Don't get me wrong. Next up is Redfall on Windows PC and Xbox Series devices. Redfall is a first-person shooter developed by Arcane Studios, published by Bethesda. Oh, I saw some stuff on this. It looked interesting. This was like kind of left for deadish. So that had me intrigued. Uh, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, Windows PC and Xbox Series. And then finally, Starfield, Windows PC and Xbox Series X. I'm very intrigued by Starfield. And since it'll be on Game Pass. What is it? I'm not exactly sure what all it's going to be. But you're excited about it. It looked cool. What what looked cool? That cinematic little 20 second little clip? I like the idea of big immersive space RPGs. Also, you do know a little bit about it. Yeah. I, no one knows shit about this game yet. Everyone's so hyped up for it. I don't fucking understand it. Go for it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, mid-year, April to September time frame. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk for Switch and PC. I don't know what it is. Cyberfunk. I love the naming <laughs> convention. You see, Xbox, this is how you name shit. This is how you name shit. Next Fuck up. Series X. Go fuck yourself. Next up, The Expanse, a Telltale series for PS4 and 5, PC, and Xbox consoles. Is it, what is The Expanse? I know I've heard that. Is that a that show? That was the sci-fi show that then moved to Prime Video. That's based off a book series. Okay, I know i heard about it. I just never watched it. I know I've heard good things about The Expanse, right? For, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be really good. Um, yeah. Freedom sure. Planet 2, I don't know anything about. Goodbye Volcano High, I don't know anything about. Rune Factory 3 Special, I don't know anything about. Story of Seasons of Wonderful Life. I don't know anything. Wait, about. wait, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Goodbye, Volcano High. I'm going to say is probably a dating sim. Sounds like it. it takes place in a high school. <laughs> Listen, I just saw, what is it? Uh, my boyfriend, the Raptor or something. It's in the PlayStation store. I was like, what the fuck is this? Sure, whatever. <gasps> Second half of 2023, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation 5. A.K.A. the reason Chris gets a PS5. You know, I, here's what I was actually going to say on the show is if they do a custom PS5 for Marvel's Spider-Man 2, I'm totally going to get it. If they don't, I'll wait a little bit until I can find one for like Black Friday sale or something like that. Because you know, at this point next year, they'll presumably be able to join be doing some kind of discounts for Black Friday because we even saw it on the Series S getting Black Friday discounts. So maybe there'll be one then. More than likely. I really am curious what a uh, Spider-Man version of the PS5 would look like. Like the Spider-Man version of the PS4 Pro looks pretty cool. That's what I have right now. Oh. Dear God, we have a crap load. Okay, we're just going to breeze through. Yeah, I'm about to say, do we not... Here, how about this? You go through it. If you see anything that you like, you just fucking say because there's Alan a bunch Wake of bullshit too. on here. That's already been released. I guess it's still in 
beta, but you can buy it. Fuck off. Mm -hmm. I hate when people do that. Yeah, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Fuck off. That's already released. Even though it's not officially released, you could pot you could pay money into it for the microtransactions. Willie, fuck I, off. I'm really excited for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. I can't fuck wait. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, let's see. We're blowing through a bunch of stuff that just yeah, is slated what's Aliens for 2020. Dark Descent. That's what is it another shitty Aliens game probably. probably. Like you saw why you you have Alien Isolation. Everyone tells you we love this. Yeah, but it's a boring game. We don't like it. It didn't sell well. Everyone tells you it's good. Fucking make another one, you pieces of shit. So I am powering through, just stopping on things I think would be interesting. Crime Boss Rock K City for consoles is just slated for 2023. That's one that looked in the list. Gloomhaven, I've heard something about, but I can't remember (gasps) what. Wait, Gloomhaven? Yeah. For consoles? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> it's you coming know, out on all you of them. You know what Gloomhaven is, don't you? Isn't it a, a tabletop game? It's a board game, a tabletop board game. It does it has a board, but yeah, it's a um, I from what I think because I never actually played it myself. It's a legacy board game. Oh, you know, yeah, yes, yes. Where I you, know which one you, you mean. permanently change the board as you play it, and, and the games and everything. Like, yeah, that I cannot. Oh, that'd be amazing. Can't wait for that. Evidently, it's out on PC already. This is just the console. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Sure. Yeah, I want it on console. Let's see. <gasps> okay. 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 I'm, I'm jumping ahead. Uh, okay. Do you mind if I go? Uh, go. I don't. Uh, this is a like, joint effort. Yeah. Like a dragon, Gaiden. I already knew about this. The man who erased his name. Is it Gaiden or Gaiden? I don't know. Because I've heard both way. for like Gaiden, the Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden you figure it out, man. I said it one way. I'm not going to be angry if someone says the other way. And if the other way is right, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm an idiot. That's what fair. can I say, man? But yeah, this one explains how Kiryu went from uh, Yakuza 6 to um, Yaku- or like, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's pretty much how uh, that expl- it's that story. That That's what I know of it. I haven't played up to Yakuza 6, so I don't know what the fuck happens, but I'm super curious. I really need to force my way through. I need to finish Yakuza 3, 4, 5, and 6 before this comes out. I know I need to streamline that shit. <laughs> but then I'm excited for the next one because I never got to play it on the PS3. What's the next one? Go ahead and take it. Lollipop Chainsaw. Platform's and I think not if I heard it's correctly, a remake. it was written by someone we already mentioned earlier. A lot earlier. Was it James Gunn? James Gunn. I think. I think I'm right on that. Definitely double check me on that. Yeah, it came out in 2012 for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 3. And I didn't know Marvel's Midnight... I thought it was canceled. Marvel's Midnight Sun's coming out on last-gen consoles. What the... Well, we'll wait and see. Yeah. I heard it was canceled, so... Sure. Metal Slug Tag... It's another Metal Slug game. If you know Metal Slug, you know you're going to like it or not. It's... Yeah. Pikmin 4 on Nintendo Switch. If you like the Pikmin games, that's exciting for you as we're going hmm. through. Yeah, is, yeah, I'm seeing blah, 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 Yeah, we're blah. just powering through. Because Ooh, wait, here he goes. Suikoden 1 and 2 HD Remaster. Yes. Ooh. Switch, that's PS4, Windows, PC, for. and Xbox One. Is what yeah, that's something people have been asking for. I know that uh, it's a definitely old or a JRPG from PS1 era. Uh, I've, I've never played it myself, but I've only heard great things about it. Super Bomberman R2 is one that, like, the Bomberman franchise. There's a couple different Warhammer 40K games, one of which is Space Marine 2, 
which a lot of people have been talked about the previous one. Then uh, Wolf Among Us 2 is also slated for this upcoming year. Speaking of Telltale from earlier, which I'm surprised that's getting... I'm surprised they came back and they're making a sequel to probably one of their best games. And then, of course, we have yearly professional wrestling title WWE 2K23, which they did not have on their list AEW Fight Forever, which should be coming out in 2023 also. 100%. Yeah, which... I'm not going to lie, the gameplay of that looks rough, but it is early footage. Yeah, it's still not done yet. But oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. It, that's why I made that caveat. It's supposed like, to be similar to No Mercy on N64, so I'm super intrigued. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it, because I've heard shit People like that. Played There's it. also another one that's not on here. What's that's that? coming out in March. Chris, you told me about it. Wrestle. Yeah, it comes out in March, I want to say I saw it, or February. I can't remember which. But yeah, that look, I'm, I'm, that's one I'm super excited about, because... Stupid little RPG shit that well, wrestling. It looks great. I fucking love it. The initial release date, May 2023, it says for Switch, PS5 and 4, Xbox One, Windows, and Xbox Series consoles. What? Russell Quest. Oh, Mom, May? May. Oh. Why are you doing me dirty? Not you, them. That last update is as of November 9th, from what I'm seeing. And by them, I mean you. Yeah, this one does look what Russell Quest? Russell Quest. I remember right now. Yeah, you told me. We mean it looks. You told me. It I don't think I'm the one that told. I, was like, oh, I don't. I was ready no, no. For it. I don't think I'm the one that told you about this. You know, you were 100 percent on the podcast. Told me about 100. I don't remember this game up until now, so I don't think I'm. My, you know what? My memory is shit here, <laughs> so let's just go with that, man. I, I honestly don't think it was me, but I'm. That looks interesting. I wouldn't mind watching it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. It look. It, uh, remember, I know uh, Golf was a golf story on the Switch. And then has Sports Story coming yeah. out, doesn't it? I don't know. Sure. I never oh, heard of it. Oh, is this by the people that made Golf Story? It has a similar-ish type of look to it. A little bit different. Because huh. it looks like a, looks like it's like cut out cardboard that they attached with like, little, you can see where it's attached. It looks like that at the joints. Where they've been, like where they look like the action figures, but you can tell where they've been. Uh, I, I don't know. I I wish they would tell you the developers instead of just the um, instead uh, instead of just the consoles or or the you know the platforms they're coming out on. Like, tell me the studio that's doing it too. But whatever, here we are. Yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff potentially coming now. Don't be shocked if some of this stuff slides further out because that seems. Oh yeah, I guess I should have used that for my news of the week. Yeah, Insom- yeah, that was something that happened last week. Insomniac definitely said Spider-Man Two is coming out twenty twenty three. That is something they did say last nice. week. Which means I might potentially be getting a PS five in twenty twenty three. Yeah, if Spider-Man the original is the old- yeah, you still need to play um, Miles Morales too. I almost picked it up, but now part of me is like, oh, if they make a PS five version of it, I'll just get the. Of, of what miles morales of the console so i'm uh, sorry oh. a spider-man console that's gotcha. what i was meaning then i will have to pick it up then but yeah yeah so miles that is morales, our great game that is our preliminary preview of 2023 games there's a shitload of stuff coming and now if like two-thirds of that actually stays on schedule i'd be shocked it's good to be a gamer it is maybe we'll finally get some next-gen games on our next-gen consoles there haven't been a ton no, it looks like there's a ton, like a literal metric ton, if you try and pick it but up. But, Willie, there's no Pokemon slated for 2023. There's got to be a Pokemon coming. For those in audio, there's a fake tear running down. I licked it. I licked anyway, it. that being Salty. said, we no. are about to start wrapping things up. We've gone through our recap of that. We're about an hour and 18 minutes into things, so we'll try and take the next 10 minutes or less 
Then we'll finish things up with our traditional segment, a bit called What I'm Into. It's when we share with you guys who are watching live the geeky and nerdy things we even get into because you may want to check them out yourselves. And I'll kick things off. And I watched most of this latest drop of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. It's kind of a guilty pleasure for me is watching the Unsolved Mysteries updates that are on there because I like trying to figure out how things happen. Of course, all of them remain unsolved at this point in time. While I was on Netflix, though... Maybe you be the one to solve it. Ooh, maybe you would. And it's interesting to go on r slash unsolved mysteries because there's some really interesting conversation threads and stuff. And it's interesting that a few of the cases they talked about in this latest unsolved mysteries, there's actually members of the family that are giving more detail on what was shown on unsolved mysteries. Like, no, no, here's what we've learned beyond what was shown in the show and things like that. So there's a lot of amateur detectives, of course, in there, but it's just interesting to get that other level of detail. Continue to play Marvel snap because I'm hopelessly addicted to it. Still having fun with it. I also started on Netflix. I've watched the first episode of it and I look forward to finishing it. I watched episode one of Wednesday, which is the Adams family story directed by Tim Burton. It's really good. I enjoyed it. I know some people said they had issues with it. Maybe it's only because I'm one episode in. I really enjoyed it. And of course, I think Catherine Zeta-Jones is Morticia's near perfect casting and she's great at it. But what about Gomez from Luis And that's Guzman? what I was going to get to. I wasn't sure how I would feel about Luis Guzman as Gomez. And what I saw in episode one, I was like, he's really fun. I oh, like I him as Gomez. Him as them, but I just love Luis Guzman. Yes, I've I do too. I've loved him for a long time. At least 20 years. I've seen him in shit. There were a lot of people that were like butthurt over that casting. And I was like, I don't get it. But I was going to reserve judgment until I saw it. And I thought he was fun Wait, as Gomez. Wait, why? I don't know exactly. Why? Because you have, you have a Hispanic guy who's named Gomez? Right. <laughs> like, what was the issue? What's the issue here? I've enjoyed it a lot. They've introduced and brought in a bunch of the Adams Family mythos. And for those that aren't aware, the whole conceit is that Wednesday gets sent to the boarding school that her parents went to when they were her age. And you start to potentially get some information dropped that's going to tell us some stories of what happened with Gomez and Morticia when they were there. And at one point, minor spoiler, I guess for episode one, Wednesday is trying to escape because she doesn't want to stay at this school. And she befriends the son of the local sheriff in an effort to leave. And he asks who she is. And she says Wednesday and finds out she's Wednesday Adams. She goes, Gomez is you. You look like an Adams Gomez's daughter. He should be in jail for murder. So that's one of the things they plant a seed for is what did Gomez do? Why is why does this former sheriff think he's a murderer? Uh, I do have a question for the first episode that yes. you've seen. Does everyone's favorite uncle show up? Uncle Fester does not appear, but he okay. is shown in the trailer they show at the end of episode one for coming up this season. Uncle, I'm Fester. sorry, sorry, whoever plays him, Christopher Lloyd is my that's fair. Uncle Fester. I mean, and to be fair, for a lot of people, Raul Julia is their Gomez. Angelica Houston oh, is going to be Raul Julia. You son of a bitch. I mean, yeah, I love it. I'm not. You know what? I'm taking back the Uncle Fester thing. Anyone could be that if you do a good job. I'm taking yeah. that back. So it's very interesting. And Christina Ricci does appear in a cameo, which is kind of fun in the Wednesday TV show. And I think I mean, Jenna Ortega. This is the first thing her. I'd actually seen her in. I think she's really good as Wednesday Adams. She does she does a very good job of the right kind of deadpan delivery and the wry mm. humor and things like that. I've really enjoyed it. The only thing stopping me from from watching it yet as of now is I was worried that it's going to go the way of what's that other the uh, Sabrina show. Like the first season was good. Yeah. The second season was so heavy handed 
like it, the it, the head and was so the hand was so heavy it just smacked you with a brick across the face like I'm doing this and I'm a girl like mother like I know you're female I know I get it I'm you're awesome you're doing that you don't have to look at the camera and wink at me every time you do it like I get it like that's what I couldn't stand like look at Jessica Jones I'm doing this and I'm just doing this because I'm awesome not because I'm a female I'm just doing it. That's like, it's just it, it, it's frustrating. And that's why I, I'm, I'm not saying that that's what Wednesday looks like, but Sabrina show made me wary of stuff. So bear in up. mind, so I do want to di- try it completely different showrunners and stuff like that is my, Oh yeah. I would say, yeah, it just look like I had similar feelings. My understanding is Tim worried. Burton is very heavily involved in everything. In addition to being the director on things, Gwendolyn Christie, Actually, is quite delightful as the headmaster of the boarding school or the principal. I don't know. She was general phasma in the star Wars sequel trilogy. She was also in a uh, game of Thrones. Oh, Oh, Brianna Tarth. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Brianna Tarth. Yes. Fuck phasma. Right. Cause, th- yeah, Cause that character did jack shit. I don't disagree, movies. but I, she's in the Look first cool. episode. Look fucking amazing. She's in the first episode as the principal of the school, but also a former classmate of Morticia's. Yeah, they I will say, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I will say Brianna Tarth is always never had a down spot in Game of Thrones with her character. Yeah. Never. Everything made sense for that character. Everything she did made sense. They couldn't fuck her over because fuck you, D&D, whatever the fuck your names are. As everyone called you D&D because you're pieces of shit. Yeah, so I've really enjoyed that show. It's a lot of fun. There was something else I was watching. Complete Space Cadet moment. You watched Space Cadet? Yeah, I watched Space Cadet. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Is that a thing? It might be. Who knows? Let's make it a thing. Let's shoot a space cadet movie. You and me, buddy. How are I'm we coming up there. This? I'm staying with you. I'm living with you. Feed oh, God. me. You know, I'll get Baby tutors, bird, feed me. Tudor's Biscuit World. We'll get biscuit. So, Willie, what have you been getting into besides wanting to get fed like a baby bird? So, last night I watched Nope for the first time because I missed it in theater, sadly. But I did get the... Oh, I don't. I put it on the shelf. Fuck! I was about to grab the damn thing. Uh, I've told you this earlier in the po- uh, in the pre-show, but um, yeah, I am surprised that like people were talking about this movie. That it's good and stuff, but no one, no one spoiled anything in the movie. There, no one said a damn thing about what's in the movie. And I'm going to continue that by not telling you what's in the movie at all. Besides, it's fucking good. I it's awesome. I can't wait to rewatch it with some with some other people. Probably a couple times. You know, watch it with that person. I want to watch it again with that person. That's the only way I can rewatch a movie. It's with another person who's never seen it. it. It's a curse. I used to be able to watch movies over and over and over just by myself. I I can't do it. No, I don't know why. It's just like nah. It sounds boring. I don't. I'm not gonna pay attention. I'm not gonna do it. I used to could. Like Grandma's Boy, I watched so many times because it's just good. I can't sit here and watch Grandma's Boy again just by myself. But if someone says, you know, I've never seen that movie. Like, you've never seen Grandma's Boy? <laughs> In fact, I'm going to text my buddy right now. I need to text him. Have you seen Grandma's Boy? Because if he hasn't, we watching it. All right. Uh, and uh, other than that, I uh, Mar- uh, got back into Marvel Snap because uh, I actually got some other people in on it Ooh. that I play with online. And they've been uh, and they've been getting into it. And have a question. He's gonna be like, "What?" Because he listens some. He does listen sometimes. Have you 
scene. He's like, wait, is that when you texted me? He's going to be there. But yeah, um, yeah, Marvel's been at had some, uh, finally got leader, had some good plays as leader. And with, I was going to say, with a leader deck, definitely put in a Captain Marvel because that could help you out so yeah. much. Because leader, if you're not ahead in two of the three locations, uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, if you, uh, if you, if you're not ahead, then leader's going to do nothing to help you at all. Like that, it, it just plays the cards that your opponent plays, and it's six costs at the end of the game. So, Captain Marvel helped me out there. Uh, what else have I seen this week? Oh, uh, did uh, watch the Christmas special to Murderville, I think it's called. That's out already? Yes. Oh, shit. I need to watch that. I've never seen any of the rest of it. Just uh, a buddy. You, are you going to watch the rest now? For Grandma's Boy? What? Are you going to watch the rest after seeing that one? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm curious about it. It is. Yeah, I, mean, I already knew it was like an improv type thing, type show, and I, and I saw the trailer for this. All right, and so, I was just over there. He's like, "You want to watch it?" Yeah, sure. We uh, underrated it. best one in there is when Marshawn Lynch is on there, the a former NFL football player. Marshawn Lynch. Any also movies? What Marshawn no, name no, no. sounds so familiar. He was a running too. back for the Seattle Seahawks and stuff like that. He's yeah. done a little bit of TV. He was on the maybe league and some cameo appearances and stuff like that. Maybe it was that. Maybe it was just here. Uh, maybe I just heard the name and yeah. I thought put it in the movies. He is I'm mostly underrated. Person, yeah. One of the most hilarious on there. Now Conan O'Brien, of course, is fantastic because Conan can riff with mm. anyone. He's like in the very first mm-hmm. episode, but the entire show, literal laugh out loud. Oh yeah, the whole time and it's fantastic. Also, and Chris, if you never seen, if you haven't seen this Netflix show, I highly recommend it. I think you should leave. I don't think I've seen it. I'm going oh, to look it up. You never seen? I think you should leave. Oh. It it is just so good. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you anything. I'm adding it, it to my queue right it's now. It's little skits going through. It's so so good. Yeah, watch. I uh, think you should leave. We watched a couple episodes of that because there's two seasons of it out. I had to wait two years for the second season to come out. Is that and, Bob oh Odenkirk? God. Yes, he is in it. No, he don't start playing. Couple, don't like start a, playing. One scene at least I know of. <laughs> I clicked on it and started playing instead of letting me add it to my queue. <laughs> Oh yeah, it is good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I will say it. Fuck you, Netflix. Take, turn off that autoplay bullshit. You can turn it. No off. No one wants it. No, it should be on automatically though. Turn it off. No one in the right mind wants it. I'm trying to read. I don't disagree. About the movie. Don't start but, playing it when I'm still reading. You it. can turn it off, and then you don't have to complain. But it shouldn't be on by default. Is my point, Chris? You're going past my point. Okay, I've got it added to my queue now. Yeah, yeah, I think you should leave. Definitely check it out. Like it's they go by so quick. They go by so quick. It is so enjoyable. Like they're too short for you. They're, I want more. Yeah, they're only like fifteen minutes a piece. Cast yeah, is Tim they, Robinson, Andy Samberg, Will Forte, Fred Willard, Cecily Strong, Tim Heidnecker, Kate Berlant. Well, they got a lot of people on. There. He might have yes, only been in one in or there. something like that. No, yeah, that show is super fucking good. I remember I saw it a long time ago, and uh, yeah, the wait second season came out. Within the last year, I think. But if you haven't seen it, definitely check that out. I think you should leave. Other than that, still play Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, play a little bit of the hide-and-seek in Among Us mode that they revealed. That I mean, it's all right. They also released some more cosmetic stuff that you can get, well, technically free with in-game currency that you earn by playing the game. You Can, can you? I don't even think you can buy the beans, but yeah. Yeah, they have a bunch of stuff in there. Um... And uh, Midnight, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Well, 
I guess that about wraps things up then. So what we are going to say as we wrap things up is I don't know when we're recording next. So if you want to know when that is, follow me or the podcast on Twitter. That's your easiest way. Willie doesn't tweet. And we'll let I you mean, guys... I might tweet if it's for this. Okay, or follow Willie at South Porky. You can follow Bachman. In fact, here's what I want you to do. Here's what uh, I want you to do. I uh, want you to not follow Chris because I want Chris to tweet it out. And then I'll retweet it, and then you won't see his original tweet unless you see my retweet of it. How about that? I, I don't. If care. you don't like it, send your hate mail to at South Porky on Twitter. Yeah, I don't care. For so once somebody <laughs> fucking send me some hate mail. No one sends me hate mail. Fuck all you, piece of shit. So I, want, I really want hate mail from J.K. Rowling. That's what I really want. I want some hate mail from her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're far Legacy too small potatoes hate. for her to care. Yeah, I know. I don't give a shit. Yeah. That being said, we will be recording probably one more episode before the year ends, and then there might be a week off somewhere in between there and the first episode of 2023. We just need to figure out how schedules lay out. I don't have an answer for you guys on that yet. So just stay tuned to the social media information. We'll let you guys know there when we're recording live next and how that updates our schedule for pushing things out on YouTube. And the podcast site will also be dependent on that as well that sure. that being said i guess we will wrap things up friendly reminder when we stream this live it's over at www.geeks.live that is the streaming home of the gonna geek network while you're there you can find a calendar of the upcoming live events and all the other shows in the network and we really encourage you to go check those out if you want to get in touch with us there's all the social media as we mentioned you can also be a part of the gonna geek discord at gunnageek.com slash discord there is a specific channel there for our podcast, in addition to a variety of other channels where we talk about geeky and nerdy topics. Before we shut down this feed, Mr. Nelson, you have any final thoughts for the people? I think the best joke we did today is Hogwarts Legacy of Hate. He's doubling down on that one, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm quadrupling down on that. It's a good joke. It's not bad. But on that note, we are shutting things down. We'll let you know when we're back next. And presumably we'll have Bachman as we shift our schedule. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern to 9 a.m. Central over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. <laughs>